and welcome everyone to the newest episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And I'm Craig in person tonight. I know, this is crazy. Like, it, it sounds really good too. It's not that it sounds bad normally. I, you know, hearing my voice on this nice microphone with the, the pop screen in front of it, it's so <laughs> sultry. It's excellent. Sultry is a great word to describe a pop filter. <laughs> no, no, no. I was describing my voice, not the oh, pop filter. Oh. Just to be clear here. Oh, there just you go. Just to be clear. Not to sound pretentious. I'm just glad we got the comedy <laughs> off and rolling. We did. <laughs> We're, I mean, people, I think you are really, and I know I say this almost every week pretty much, but we have another fantastic interview uh, that we did today, so we're going to do our intro like we do, and then we're going to go into that interview. That's right. And you want to take it away, Craig, on yeah, who our interview so is? Let me, uh, let me pull it up so I pronounce his last name right. Yes. But we have Josh Kinode of Convictions. So yes. this is really exciting. So Convictions awesome. has a new album coming out on April 29th. It's called I Will Become. Yep. It's going to be released on In Vogue. So we're really looking forward to that about a week and a half away if you're listening to this live here. So we get to talk to Josh about all kinds of things. We talk about uh, our typical stuff, how convictions formed, kind of his upbringing music, what some of his early influences are. And then we just kind of get into some other stuff about their mishaps on tour. A lot of people have seen about their their trailer. Uh, and then we, we talk a little bit about religion and kind of their views and our views on, on religion and, and what it means to be a, a, you know, a Christian metalcore band. Yeah. It's a really great conversation. He's a really honest, genuine guy. It's great. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no, I I know we say it every time, but what a what a great interview. It was like, a, it was a great I, interview. I think everyone's going to really enjoy it. And yeah, Josh was just great to talk to. The conversation flowed. We could have continued on. Oh, I we could have we could have talked for hours. I think yeah. to Josh if he was there in there in uh, Salt Lake City tonight, actually playing uh, playing a show. Yeah. So he was uh, he was getting ready to go on in a bit. So we didn't want to hold him up too long. But yeah, we could have you know he like. Ian said, really easy guy to talk to. Yes, very easy. And uh, what we're going to do is very similar to what we've done in the past. Uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to do our plugs. And then we're going to play you a song from Convictions off their upcoming album, I Will Become. So we're going to hit it off right away with House of Lies. And then at the end of the show, you're going to get another uh, great song. And it's actually a song that uh, Craig mentions during the interview that we get to talk about. So that way you'll be able to connect all of those things together. But first... Craig is going to do our plugs, and then we're going to go from there. That's right. So if you're listening to the podcast, clearly you found us somehow. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, if you're a first-time listener, you can always find us all the time on ianhates.com. We're on Facebook, facebook.com backslash ianhates. And on Twitter, our Twitter handle is at ianhatespodcast. If you like what we're doing here, be sure to share us, uh, retweet us on Twitter, share us on Facebook. Be sure to go to our Facebook page and like us, follow us on Twitter. You can always reach out to us on any of those channels. There's also a form if you get on ianhates.com at the bottom. You can fill out the form and kind of send us an email. And you can reach us at our email address, which is ianhates at gmail.com. Be sure to check out this podcast, which is the Ian Hates Music Podcast. And Ian also does another podcast, which is the Ian Hates Movies Podcast. Yay. What is it uh, this week, Ian? So this week, it's going to be the uh, the hopefully well-known movie, The Faculty. If okay. everyone remembers no. that one. No, I'm getting head shaking. Not at all. Uh, maybe it's more of a cult movie. <laughs> but uh, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. It's a Robert Rodriguez, Kevin Williamson uh sci-fi slash horror-y type movie so okay that'll be tomorrow and we'll have a brand new episode of both ian hates music and ian hates movies out by the end of this week 
Yeah. So, so if you like us, uh, you like what we're doing again, reach out to us, let us know, share us on Facebook and Twitter, like our pages, follow us, all the things. And most importantly, this is most important for how we track it is however you listen to podcasts, whether it's on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever, be sure to subscribe. That way we can keep track of how many people, you know, are, are listening to the podcast. And also, so you get all the newest episodes of the Ian Hates Music and Ian Hates Movies podcast delivered right to your phone without you having to do anything. And then it's just there in your phone. When you exactly. want to listen to it, it appears, the yep. newest episode. So be sure to subscribe. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you very much, Craig. I think you did a wonderful job. Thank you, on, Ian. On those plugs. Uh, so once again, we are going to be talking with Josh Canode from the band Convictions. They have their brand new album coming out, I Will Become. Uh, it comes out on April 29th. So we're going to lead in with uh, House of Lies, then go into the interview, and then come back and do our regular news and, and whatnot, have some fun with you as well. So here it is, House of Lies.
Welcome back, everyone. So Craig and I are very happy to have Josh Canode from Convictions on the line. Uh, Craig, do you want to take us away? We're very excited about this. Yeah, we're really excited, Josh. Thanks for joining us. Um, of course. Again, you know, another great uh, band to talk to here. So typically how we just do this is just kind of go through. So maybe you can kind of start about the formation of the band and how you guys got together and what it was like to just start off the writing process and start together as a band. Yeah, um, whew, that's a big <laughs> question. Um, there's a there's a lot. Um, well, when we first started, it was uh, actually it was a lot of different members in the beginning, and we formed in like we started writing in I believe 2011. We didn't become public till 2012. Um, okay. And basically, we had different vocalists back then, and um, it kind of started out with me and that vocalist, and then we found our drummer Zach, who is still currently in the band. Uh, me and Zach are the only original members left. Oh, okay. I mean, it was just kind of, yeah, it, it was me and uh, a couple friends from a, uh, like, my, a lot of people from this band called Cell of the Sky um, that used oh, yeah. to be kind of like a band. Yeah, we, like a, we're familiar. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people knew that, that Cheyenne song or whatever, but yeah. No, oh, they're yeah. like from my, they're from my uh, hometown, so I would kind of like connect with them and we wanted to start something and, you know, it just ended up not working out with those guys. Uh, they just wanted to do different things, so, uh, in uh, 2013, um, we uh, found Michael, who is our vocalist right now. Yep. And then we found uh, Jonathan, who is our bassist and singer right now. And then uh, shortly after, our uh, friend Tommy joined the band. And uh, yeah, it's kind of been, we've been kind of a strong suit ever since then. Everyone kind of uh, has the same vision and everything. And that's kind of like the formation. Um, the musical aspects are a little different than the formation aspects but yeah it's it's it's, it's a it's kind of a been been uh been doing it for a while we've been together since like yeah like 2011 so been, it's been a minute <laughs> oh yeah yeah really no that that makes total sense and i guess since you said the uh the formation's a little bit different from your musical style how did you mm. get into the musical style of convictions yeah um well like i know that when i was growing up that i I got I got into heavy music around like when I was like fourteen or fifteen. My dad gave me some like dad gave me like a uh, Under Oath CD, okay. and uh, sure, yeah, and, and that kind of got me into like heavier stuff. Um, and I just remember like when I bought um, Define the Great Line, like just hearing like the first riff on that album, and I was kind of like, I want to play guitar. Like I want to do really cool stuff like that. Oh yeah. Like, and that, that kind of like inspired me to like want to be play music and be try and be creative and try and do something different in music. Even even though our music is still like it's just it's just mellow. I'm not going to be like oh we're the most original band in the world, but uh, I we definitely strive to try and do something different with our music. And I don't know. I, I just uh, there's just always been something about music that's just drawn me to it. I think it, it might be just because going through high school, I was like always just the weird kind of emo goth kid that was just kind of in the corner listening to his headphones and music kind of just got me through everything. And I don't know. I think that's why I have such a connection with it. Cause it's just kind of like been there for me at some of my hardest times in life and stuff. But yeah, it's kind of a, kind of how I got into it. Yeah. I think uh, I think Craig and I can relate. Absolutely, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I think we were both those those weird emo kids. I mean, I always have headphones on and had headphones yep. on in middle school, high school, and now even at work, I sit at my desk yep. with headphones on mm -hmm. constantly because I have to have music on. I can't sit in silence. Yep, I can't imagine not having music. I, I I try and 
even on the road, I try and listen, I listen to a ton of music. I'm, there's a lot of musicians I mean, the road that like don't really like music. They get tired of it or, you know, just become jaded. But I just can't really understand. Like, I, I can become jaded to, like, all some uh, new stuff. But there's a lot of new music out that's really good. I'm always looking for new music to listen to because I just, I'm in, in love with music and sound, you know. It's just kind of, I love it. Can't get enough. Yeah, I completely, I completely agree with you. So you mentioned Under Oath and Define the Great Line is kind of one yes. of your influences. What were some of your other influences that kind of got you wanting to to play music and and start all this? Yeah, yeah. Um, I know another big one for me was uh, this one. Uh, yeah, um, Under Oath was like a big one for everyone in my band. Uh, for me personally and my drummer, um, As Cities Burn was a really oh, big oh, one. Of course, yep, of course. Yeah, like the the album, uh, the album Come Now Sleep. That's like. I would say that's probably one of my, I would say to find the great lines, probably my favorite album, but then I would come out sleep is definitely my second favorite. It's just, uh, lyrically and musically on that album, like the album just like blew my mind. It inspired me. The lyrics were just so like self-searching. Like it, like a lot of like my beliefs on God and stuff like were like inspired almost from that album. Like there was so much like questioning about everything about life and, the music itself was amazing because it was just so raw and like messy and just it had so much life and I was just like wow like you can do this in music like it can be this real like and it just it just inspired me it was like lots of bands like that I grew up a, I was like a solid state record kid growing up like I got I was into a lot of the Christian bands and stuff like that because sure. growing up my oh, yeah. my family was very Christian and it wasn't that I wasn't like allowed to listen to stuff that wasn't Christian. But, like, my mom would probably be really upset if I did growing up. So I just never really got to listen to that kind of stuff until, like, you know, like, until, like, later in high school. And I was like, you know, like, I'm just going to listen to whatever. My parents didn't care anymore. And, yeah, so. But, yeah, I kind of grew up, like, a listening to, like, Christian metal and all that stuff. Which a lot of the most, a lot of the big bands in the, that formed the metalcore seem like, like, kind of Christian bands, like, under us and stuff like that. I mean, they're not really anymore, but. And there's nothing wrong with that. But Whoa, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's just funny. It's just funny. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And I guess staying on the, the Under Oath track there. Now, I know yeah. you guys are very busy as a band, you know, with your, mm-hmm. uh, with your new album coming out as well as being on tour. Yeah. But uh, were you able to catch Under Oath on their tour right uh, now? <laughs> it's funny you say that. Uh, me and my drummer actually bought tickets to see them in uh, Detroit. And so we, but then we got this tour and we couldn't go. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. But it, but it's funny because we had one day off when we were back at home and it turns out that that day off when we were back at home was the day that we could have went and saw under us. It was the day they were playing. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, man, like I just can't go. Cause I'm just so tired. I just want to stay home. I just want to like, see my family for a day and, right. and he was like yeah, yeah yeah and we had to get some stuff taken care of with the van trailer and stuff and yeah so we were just like yeah we're just not gonna go but i still got the sweet vinyl so that was enough oh, that's for me. awesome yeah so i got the define the line uh they're only safety vinyl which i was kind of like but the big reason that i bought the tickets like man I, I i need that but yeah you know it, it stinks but i'm kind of like yeah i think they're gonna keep doing some stuff so it's not gonna be my uh <laughs> right. only chance to to see them and I should have saw them at uh, So What Fest, but that ended up not working out because we played there and we were still there oh, yeah. the day that they they uh, that they were there because uh, we ended up we were supposed to leave the second day, but 
uh, you know, our, our van and stuff ended up getting stolen, so we kind of were stuck there for yep. another day. <laughs> uh, that I don't w- know if you guys knew about that. Oh, yeah. That, whole, that was going to come up. Deal. Yeah. Do you want <laughs> to... go. We don't have to go there yet if you guys don't want Oh, to. no, no. <laughs> it, it, no, it, it, leads, it leads perfectly right into that. Do you want to mm-hmm. let people know? Because Craig and I do know the story, but I think it'd yeah, be pretty interesting for people to hear. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, it's like... The whole situation ended up, it's like a movie, man. Like, it it played out like a a freaking movie. Like, so, I mean, I'll just give you guys a story. I mean, this is is a podcast, right? So I'm just going to give you the whole dang story. Talk away. There is is no time limit here. (laughs) Yeah, no, we're good. Because podcasts are for ranting, you know, that's what they're for. Exactly, yes. Let it out. (laughs) Very, very Um, true. But yeah, okay. So, we played So What Fest awesome set you know like we had all like a lot of people that like work with us in the industry there like my friends and like plus ball watched us oh yeah lots of lots of really awesome stuff happened like you know like lots of encouraging moments and encouraging bands and it was awesome so uh tommy's uh mom uh she bought us a hotel for that day um and we were like cool because you know we're poor we can't afford that Yeah, very nice so uh yeah so we stayed at the hotel was about i think um like 20 minutes from the 20 minutes from the what Fest. That was probably our first mistake. But, uh, yeah, so we went there and we crashed. You know, we went to this little after party after what Fest, hung out with some people. You know, it was cool, whatever. Um, so we get back to the hotel. It was really late. I was really tired, so I couldn't really remember where we parked the next morning. And so I went inside, oh. crashed, and then I woke up in the morning, and I was like, I felt my face, and I was like, oh, man, I need to shave. Like, I need to go get my shaving cream. It's in the van. So I walked outside the hotel, and I, I'm like, I'm looking around the parking lot and I'm like, where the heck is the van? I'm like, where did Tommy park it? And I was like, should I call Tommy? And I was like, Hey man, where, where'd you park the van? And he's like, when you go outside the hotel, it's right to your left. You can't miss it. I'm like, I don't see it. Oh. <laughs> and he, he, he says, all right, I'm coming out. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. So he comes outside, he walks to the parking spot where the van was supposed to be. And he just puts his hands out and he's like, okay. It's not here. And then I say, okay, it's not here. (laughs) And uh, so I'm like, okay, well, maybe Zach took the van to go get cigarettes or something. So then I I call Zach, and he's he's still sleeping. And I'm like, oh, no. So basically we were like, okay, someone took our van. It either got towed or someone stole it. We called the tow companies, and they didn't know anything. And it was – we – did not know what to do. I, I was really kind of in shock at first. It wasn't really like a, I didn't cry or anything. Yeah. It um, wasn't like a like freak I, out kind of thing. Yeah. I, I would have, you know, if I would have thought about that to myself, like what I would do in that situation, I think I would have thought that I would have freaked out. Gotcha. Um, but I was just kind of like, okay, freaking out. Isn't going to do anything. Just stay calm. We're going to figure this out. I'm imagining. Out yeah. I'm imagining yeah. if it was me, I would be like, it, just not even knowing how to respond to that, that situation. Yeah. Kind of like what, what actually happened to you is right. like, I, I just don't I couldn't even, believe it. I yeah. Think. I, yeah. And so we, we called the police um, we notified border control. Um, you know, we, uh, we were, cause I think the, the big thing was, uh, when, yeah, we like no, told, told the police, you know, we notified everything. Like, and then we just kind of went back to the hotel and we just kind of sat there and we we're just like, wow. What are we going to do? And then me and my merch, my, my, our merch guy, Luke, um, we were just like, you know what? Like, let's just, let's just go back to Soul What Fest and, you know, maybe see if any bands know anything or anything like that. And before, before that, uh, some of our girlfriends had, uh, flew out to see us at Soul What and, uh, 
some of them went back to the the festival and they were talking to bands like seeing if any bands knew anything and stuff and oh sure uh lots lots of bands were like being like really supportive of us and stuff because they, like they were trying to help us find our stuff i know that uh the guys in uh silent planet um i don't know if you know that band yeah um, yeah yeah really really amazing bunch of dudes um they they were uh garrett was texting me giving me lots of advice on how to handle the situation like he was telling me Telling me to blow it up over social media. Um, oh yeah, he was telling yeah, and they were telling our like our our, our girls that they they were going to try and do some stuff to help us out. They even mentioned like maybe they could help us out with some gear with their companies they're sponsored by. I wouldn't have taken anything, but like just the thought, yeah, thing as you like seriously. But uh, still really yeah, nice. So, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, they're they're great dudes. They they are they deserve everything they have right now. I'm really happy for them. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so. That goes on. Uh, me and my merch guy, Luke, go back to the fest, just kind of walking around. And I, I get on the phone with my parents, and you know, this is the, this is the only time that I broke down and cried um, was when I talked to my mom. Oh, sure. When I talked to my mom and my dad. They they made me cry. I cried, and but then a, a, after after that, I was kind of just like, you know, like you know, like you know what, mom? Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because this is material stuff. It doesn't matter. Yep. Like, Right, you know, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna die someday. I'm not taking stuff with me. It doesn't matter. This, these are things that can be replaced. Obviously, not very quickly because it's very expensive gear. But <laughs> right, it doesn't matter because, like, yeah, because we're all safe. You know, I'm like, I still have my family back home. I still have my girlfriend. I still have everything. Like, I still, I still, I'm still extremely blessed. And I kind of just, you know, like, I kind of just like, I, I had a moment where I just prayed and I was just like, you know, God, like, whatever, you know, like. If this is what's supposed to happen, then this is what's supposed to happen. And uh, I kind of just had to come to terms with it. And I was just like, all right, I, we, we don't have anything. Cool. All right. So then we go back to the hotel. Um, our agent, uh, Ben, was at the festival, and uh, he was kind of trying to help us out find the van. He was driving around uh, oh, trying yeah. to see if they found it anywhere. And so we all met back at the hotel. Uh, we said a quick prayer. I'm just kind of prayed about everything. Um, and then uh, we, uh, we talked to our agent. He was like, all right. He was like, well, we're obviously not going to find it right now. And he's like, I'm going to stay here for like another few days. Van turns up. I'll drive it to you guys. You guys need to fly out to Florida and catch up like Lost Flames tour because you need that tour. Oh, right. And we're like, yeah. And we were like, yes, we do. All right. And then he was like, you can do that tour. And we were kind of like, well, we're just going to do that tour. And then we're going home because we were just like, we don't have anything. We'll just do this really big tour. And then we're going to skip the tour we're on now um, just because it's a very long one. And like most ones, very short. Sure, we we're sure. just gonna be like, we're just gonna go home and just say like, screw it, you know, like we need like this is too much. Like we'll do tour and then go home. And uh, so we bought plane tickets to uh, fly out to Florida that day. And we were like, all right, well, we're gonna fly out there. We're gonna rent a van. We're gonna use local bands' gears and just play, just play the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do the whole tour and be done. So we planned it out. We bought our tickets and. Uh, we decided to uh, put up a GoFundMe, which ended up raising, uh, like, by the next morning when we woke up, it was at, like, $10,000. Wow, like, it was, awesome. The, yeah. the amount of support that we got was unbelievable. Like, we posted about it online, and it it kind of went, like, almost viral. Like, people were just, people out of the woodworks were just coming up and supporting us. Like, all these bands, like, there was, like, it was weird. Like, all these big bands were, like, retweeting it and stuff. Like, I was like, what? Like, like, like singer Miss May, I was, like, retweeting it, and I was like, what? Like, that's crazy. Like, like these bands are, like, that supportive. Like, the love of the music scene was amazing. Like, I couldn't believe how many people were supporting us about all that. Um, 
And I think it also has to do with because it was at So What Fest and there were so many bands there that it could have happened to. Um, sure. Yeah, but so we, we raised like $10,000. I woke up the next morning and I was like, Oh yeah, our stuff's gone sad. But <laughs> and then uh then uh we got we got in the the Uber to go to our plane. Um we got to the airport, we were loading our luggage and we were about to board our flight when my drummer Zach got a phone call. Um and the police saying they found everything. I, I it was literally something out of a movie because yeah. right yeah. before you're about to board the plane you get the phone call. Like <laughs> and they're like, Are you kidding? They're like, Yeah, and it looks like the trailer's not even touched. Wow, and that's awesome! It was, it was absolutely unbelievable. We got went to the impound lot, um, and there was all the gear was in the trailer. There was some heads and stuff stolen out of the van. Sure, kind of sucked, but yeah, but like everything was in the trailer. Like it was just unbelievable. Like I couldn't believe it. Like we had lost everything, and then we had gotten everything back. And then, you know, we did the GoFundMe, and we were like trying to return the money to everyone, and. uh most of the people didn't want their money back. Wow. They were just like, no, you guys keep it. Like, we want to support you guys. And I just, I just cried, man. Like, it was just, these, just all the emotions that <laughs> were oh, going yeah. on. I was just like, the love from people. I was just like, good Lord. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the things it was, that's, it, it's yeah, amazing about this scene, right? Is that, yeah. you know, I think, I think we get a lot of flack from, you know, we'll, we'll listen to this and people who aren't familiar with the music, you, you always hear the, oh, it's such, such angry music. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. understand like what it's like, the community, the people that support yeah. each other. And this is a perfect example of that. Yeah, exactly. Like, and that was what I truly felt like it was, it was, it was a miracle. Like, and I just couldn't believe that we had lost everything and then we were, had everything back. Plus like, money from fans that just wanted us to use it for support to re- replace the things that we lost and all this crazy stuff, man. Like it was just, it was just unbelievable. Like it was an extremely humbling experience that I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd even take it back. Like if I had the chance, cause like just to, just to have to go through that, it's kind of a kind of shapes you as a person. You kind of learn, learn about who you are. Yeah. Like, of course. How, how you react in tragedy is like, it shows what kind of man you are, I think. And the fact that, I mean, I felt like I handled it like in the way that I would have wanted to handle it looking at it. And I was, I'm almost like, I, I wouldn't go back and change that. I'm, I'm glad that I went through that. Like, I'm glad that I've, I felt like the feeling of loss and losing everything. I'm glad that I felt that. And I'm glad that I knew that I could overcome it. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, it was a miracle, man. Like we've had, you know, like, like that was a miracle. And like, we had like countless miracles happen. With Spain. It's just, it's crazy. I don't know. It's, it's really, it's really weird. Like our our bassist like had had to get a kidney transplant a few years ago and oh wow like he was about to go on dialysis so he was gonna be able to tour then he ended up like a person ended up being able to donate a kidney to him like right before he's about to go on dialysis and wow all this crazy stuff man like life has been just a roller coaster I mean I wouldn't change anything it's just lots of life experiences I mean lots of stories to tell my grandchildren yeah <laughs> oh for sure exactly and you know what it all turned out okay. Like you said, you know, it all it exactly. all kind of worked out, and you, it shaped kind of who you are, you know, at yeah, this moment. With, yeah, and even with the van thing, there was like people that were like, uh, like sending us messages. They're like, you know, like I never heard of you guys, but I heard about your van getting stolen. I listened to your guys' music, and I like fell in love with you guys. And it was just like the 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 how the the bad situation turned into such a good one was just a very like weird feeling. Like I just was like, this is weird. Like <laughs> I don't even know, like. Like I, I, I'm almost like speechless talking about it. It's hard for me to find words to 
describe the feelings and the thoughts that are going through my head. Like even to this day, like we'll sit in the van and we'll talk about it. And we just, we still like kind of are left in like, don't really know what to say. Like there's really no words to describe the whole situation. Well, sure. I think unless you're in that situation and you experience it, it's really hard to, you know, explain to someone else what, even what it's like, even, even, I mean, as good as your story was, like, I I can't even, you know, understand what it would be like. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. Like, like we, we always tell people, we're like, yeah, we could, we could probably make a movie about the whole situation. Cause it yeah. was, just, it was literally something like that. I've seen, like I've seen a movie or something like that. I just couldn't, couldn't believe it. <laughs> oh, it's, but yeah. it's amazing. The outreach and yeah, the, the community that the band seemed to have, uh, yeah. because you do it's hear it. Unfortunately, true. it happens way more times than you'd like to admit, uh, with how yeah. many vans are stolen, how much music yeah. is stolen, like just instruments, it's, you know, yeah. when people yeah. aren't looking all that kind of yeah, stuff. Dude. So, like, yeah. like just just a, a couple of days ago, our friends in Rival Choir they just had all their stuff taken out of their trailer. Man, like, really? Like their their trailer's broken into. Um, they lost everything. I just, I just, my heart breaks for them. I just can't like imagine. Like, I, I can't imagine. Like, I I can't imagine. Well, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't say I can't imagine. I guess I just my heart just breaks for that because I've been there. You know, and it sucks because, like, most of the time, like, bands don't get everything back. Like, that never happens. Like, bands never get their stuff back. Right. I think that I've heard, like, I don't even, I can't even think of a story that I've ever heard that. Like, you know, like, I'm I'm definitely grateful that we get our stuff back, but it doesn't change the fact that it happens to other bands so often. And, you know, we we do our best to try and help out bands and stuff like that. I know Gideon had yeah. their stuff stolen in, too. So yeah. some of the GoFundMe money, we were like, well, it's only right if we give them some of it because they just lost their stuff. So we just tried to give as much as we could to them um but yeah like not 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 be like oh we're like these good bands but like i just i just have a very strong passion for people in the music scene who are losing things it's just kind of like a i just want to we just want to help out those people because we've been there so i don't know it's awesome (laughs) it is awesome yeah Yeah. I, i agree no absolutely but let's so let's uh not completely switch gears on this because oh, we can. I mean, oh no no I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on this I'm gonna go on this trend for a little bit. So mm-hmm. you're on tour right now. How is yeah. how is that tour going? Um, it's going great. Um, I mean, you know, there's been a couple shows that are a little rough. Uh, there was a a few problems with a, a little bit of promotion on this tour, but oh. for the most part, the majority of the shows have been amazing. Like, you know, like it, they're not as big as the like Moss tour, um, obviously, because that's like huge tour sure, for us. like right. that was a sold out shows every night that was a, that was a dream come true you know like oh yeah the whole band situation like then to go play sold out shows it was like a like a victory kind of thing like we we won like we beat this like but like this tour it's been a little bit smaller shows um but like i i really enjoy smaller shows so it's not really like a bad thing i mean it's usually like usually like between like like 50 kids oh, usually sure. something like that like 50 to 90 kids a night um and it's 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 great. Like I mean, there's been a few small shows that had like 15 kids, but wow. I like that because you can connect with the people more. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's, it's a little more intimate, intimate, and you know, like with the like Moss tour, it's hard to talk to everyone. So people want to talk to you. With these smaller shows, you can you know you can I can like have a you know like uh, just hang out with one of the people that are there. You know, like just have a seat with them. You know, grab a burger. You know, or something. You know, just hang out. And I love that. I love being able to connect with people who really like her music. But yeah, that's the altitude great. is like 
we're like, I think we're really high up on altitude, like really high above sea level. Because like I'm just walking around, I'm just like, out of breath. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think we're uh, we're in Salt City, so I yeah. think it is a higher altitude. Uh, we played in. Uh, Pretty sure. Yeah. I think, I think we played in. Um, where did we play yesterday? I don't know where we played yesterday, but we played there yesterday, and we were like a mile above sea level, and we we're just like uh, everyone was just like eating food, and we were just like. Like gasping for air, right. <laughs> like, 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 am I this out of shape? No, we're just above sea level. But, but yeah, so, yeah. The tour has been going great. I've, I've really been enjoying it. All the bands are amazing people. Um, and that's that's one of the most important things to think about touring is the people you meet, like the bands that you tour with. They, if they're cool people, it makes it easy. Oh sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So no, that's awesome. So we we talked a little bit about. You know, you you playing guitar and kind of getting together yeah. as as conviction. So you you are you all self taught on on guitar? Yes, um, I took like guitar lessons for like I think I had like three or four actual guitar lessons. Okay, but it was like it was like when I was first trying to learn, and I was just kind of like, man, I don't want to learn how to play like Yankee Doodle on the guitar. Like I want to <laughs> put on. The, I want to put on the distortion and I want a power chord, dude. Right. Like, of course. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to do that lame stuff. And uh, so I just kind of was like, no, I'm just going to learn on my own. I, I, I kind of, I mean, I guess I get the same self taught, but I had a lot of people um, show me how to play guitar. Sure. Too. Um, like a lot of friends who are played the music that I liked, they show me techniques and things to do better. Cause I'm kind of like a, what is that? Uh, is that left-brained when you you want to be like shown something in person, um, or is that right-brained? I don't know. Uh, but like, well, I, I, that's I a good question. I know. I forget. We're yeah. gonna have to Google this. <laughs> I, I think it's. I think it's your your. Uh, um, I think it's, it's right side brain, baby. Uh, where you, you like to you you learn better by learning in person, like rather than like reading about something. Because I like look up techniques of guitar stuff online, and I just can't learn it. Like I have sure. I have to have someone physically show me and. I had a couple friends show me how to play guitar really well growing up. Um, probably about two people in my life. Uh, uh, this kid I grew up in Fremont with named Adam, and then uh, my friend Chris, who I played in the band with in like 2010. He kind of showed me how to how to try and find like your own like playing, like how to be yourself with the guitar. And, and from there, I've kind of like just like learned here and there some new things from people that you know, some people I met on the road or. You, just watching YouTube videos of other guitar players or something silly like that. Just a lot of it's just like I, I'm kind of just like I like to I just like to try and be myself. Like I just like to the bands that I listen to. I just like to you know I want to play something that I would want to listen to growing up. You know I'm like what, what what would I have listened to growing up? And then I try and do that on guitar. And I don't know. I, I always say that we're just all we are is just a I'm under a rip-off band. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. We're no, you're, no, you guys are definitely. No, right. yeah. Every, every, I think every every uh, post-hardcore band is a dumb metalcore uh, rip-off of Underoath. But yeah, <laughs> we, we just try and uh, we we try and do our own thing, and you know, just we just like heavy music, and we're not out to like out to like define a genre or anything like that. We're just, if, I mean, if we can, you know, that's cool. We definitely don't like to put ourselves inside a box, but you know, we're just, sure. We're just playing some riffs and, you know, we're just, I think that we just try and be passionate and that's what it really, I think that's the one thing that is our goal with our music. We just yep. want to be passionate and we just want like people to see that. 
No. I think that's really our, our, our biggest goal. I think that's, I mean, that's one of the reasons why Craig and I do this podcast is I can't, yeah. it's hard for me to listen to other types of music because mm-hmm. I, I define passion as this genre or these genres that we talk yeah. about. It's very hard for me to find it in other genres of music. And I know yeah, it's so there for other people, music. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? The, yeah, the title, the title of the podcast. Yeah. That's... Yeah. I, uh, I hate a lot of music too, though. So I understand. There's, there's a lot of music I love, but then there's some stuff I'm just like, eh, I'm not really into that. I'm growing to be less of a hater growing up, so I've grown to be more open minded. Because when I first was playing music, I was kind of like, that, that I, I, I try not to be pretentious. Like, and I, I kind of was like that, and I have really grown out of it. I'm just like, you know, like, I just have to grow to like like something for how it is, you know. Like, oh, it's not my thing, but that's cool. Like, because I don't want no one wants to. You don't want to be a hater growing no, up, you know. Like, sure. you don't want to be that guy that's like, oh, don't tell that guy he's gonna make fun of you for listening to that. Right. I'm just like, yeah, like, you know, I, I'll listen to anything. You know, it might not be my thing, but I'm down. Like, I recently, I've like, I like, I'll listen to like some like mainstream pop stuff from the radio. Like, I I really like the. I actually really love the new Justin Bieber album. And really? It kills me to say it. He made me a believer. <laughs> it's, it's really good. I was, I just like heard the song on the radio, and I'm like, you know what? Justin, that's a good song. <laughs> but well, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of anything else, but his new album is actually pretty, pretty well, good. Well, let me ask you this, because this is one of my favorite things. Uh, like, I love when a band like yours does a cover of a pop song would you guys ever think about doing that maybe even a justin bieber um, song i don't think we'll we might do a cover someday down the road um we did a cover not too long ago of the take me to church song by Ocean. oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah, yeah it's uh you can i think it's on youtube stuff, it is yeah, I, was, yeah. I was watching it last night yep yeah yeah it's that was the one song we want to do a cover song that was like kind of like fit us um i mean i would be I'd probably be down if we did a Justin Bieber cover. I mean, I, <laughs> if it's from the new album, I'd probably be down. I and mean, I like a lot of, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of pop songs I do like. I mean, a lot of it's kind of garbage, but I do like a lot of pop songs. And I think it's kind of fun. Um, it can come across as a little uh, silly sometimes. Oh, yeah. So sure. I think that's the, the fine line you have to be careful of. But I mean, people like covers, you know, man. Like, they do. That, that, they love them. Uh, that Take Me to Church cover, and do people loved it, man. Like, yeah. It got better response than our some our, some of our original music, so. <laughs> which is crazy. That is that yeah. is nuts. But that, yeah, it happens. So, and look at our yeah, last night. Those are, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Our last night is our our biggest reference when we did the yep. cover song. We're like, look at them. Like they do them. They do them sweet. Like and some bands though, like a lot of their success to their cover songs. Like our friends, uh, probably one of the biggest examples nowadays. Um, where we we know the people in that band, I Prevail, who did that uh, yeah. Taylor yep. Swift cover. Yep. Yeah, that was huge. <laughs> yep, great people. Um, yeah, and they just blew up because that cover. You know, they they just. I don't think they expected it to blow up like it did, but it it just massive. And they're like playing sold out shows and stuff now. And yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's just you never can like. I don't think you can bet on something like that. Uh, we would never. There's some bands I think bet on their cover songs to make their career, and that's Definitely. not a good idea because you don't want to be a band that's only known for like doing a cover song you know i mean unless you're like i mean i guess if it gets you if it gets you some success it's a good idea but i i just wouldn't want to be known as the the band that did this one cover song and got really big because of it i, I would want to be known for you know original stuff but I, I it's 
it's hard nowadays. You do have to do things to get people's attention. So, you yeah. know, like the band, like, like I prevail, like they, they made really smart moves because you have to do something to get people's attention. And that got like, you know, there was like kids who just listened to pop music listening to that because they got people's attention. They did the right thing at the right time. And, you know, good for them. I, I'm not going to, yeah, you know, it's, it's crazy. The music scene is just, just, uh, hard to get people's attention nowadays but if you Very can true. you know you're, you're doing something right so well like you said right it's, it's all about getting their attention but not compromising what you stand for and what your values are yep. as a band yep because it's exactly. like you said it's really easy to just go down that hole and then all of a sudden you're doing you know something that you didn't set out to do initially yeah and there's a lot of bands that have done like a lot of big bands have done covers and they you know they still stay true to themselves like you know like yeah like memphis mayfire who did the cover and uh, our last night is another one a day to remember you know like lots of those bands stay true to themselves but they did their cover and i think that's the way that's the way you should do it you know like yeah just just do it because it's fun oh very true to, yeah like obviously it's a smart business move most of the time but <laughs> yeah but yeah you gotta love it you gotta love doing it now since you mentioned Ma- memphis mayfire on your first full yeah. length here you guys got to record a song with uh maddie mullins so yes. what was yes. what was that like to re- to record with Matty Mullins? Yeah, it was it was really crazy, man. Like uh we just emailed him and <laughs> he was like, "Yeah." Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that easy, huh? Yeah, it was. It was a, we uh, we just paid him a little bit and uh <laughs> it was right right before uh it was right before Challenger came. So okay. they were like they were blowing up. Yep. But they weren't like they weren't the the massive monster huge gigantic sold out like like sell it not sold not like they sold out but they, <laughs> yeah, selling yeah, of out shows <laughs> we know what you selling mean out shows band that they are um and uh so we, we were like oh man like they're gonna blow up so bad like we need to we need to get them on the album like and we love memphis mayfire so it was awesome we just called him and talked to him on the phone about it and stuff and he's a really great guy you know really really uh real genuine dude like he gets a lot of flack from people for silly things, but I mean that's just all crap. Like he's he's a nice guy. He's just he might have been misinterpreted in some way for like some things he said, but like he's he's not like that. He's a great dude. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was awesome. He he killed it. He did such a great job on it. We loved it. Yeah, that's awesome. So, what was it like, kind of writing that that first full length and some of your EPs? And has your style yeah. kind of changed for how you've written the new album? Yeah. Um. We started out, um, and we we were kind of like not really aiming to be like a super super heavy band. We were just like we're just gonna make heavy music. That's kind of like, you know, we're just gonna jam and see what comes out. And that's that's kind of how the first album kind of just came out. Um, it was just really whatever we like wanted to do. And then uh, then we lost our vocalist, and we we changed a little bit. Um, our new vocalist likes some heavier stuff so we were just like oh yeah let's get a little heavier and you know do some stuff and i think that with the um i'm super proud of our unworthy ep and our hollow spirit ep i love those and yeah i think that they kind of show like our journey to discovering what 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 our full length is sounds like um i think that i've i've always been happy with our music but i've never been um so happy with something as our full length because i i mean in every band says that but i do think that we have really found like uh, our kind of our sound, um, just like uh, the, the heaviness mixed with the, the really great choruses and stuff. And I, I just think we've really found it with this uh, 
new album. I'm really happy with the producer we went with and how everything sounds. I think that had a big, the recording experience was just like amazing. Went with uh, Nick Ingram at Capitol House Studios. Um, oh, he's a man like Day Seeker and oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, like hotel books and stuff. And it was really awesome because yeah. he was just so passionate about the music and um, he was just really easy to work with and he just knew what we wanted and it just ended up working out great. And, in vogue pushing the album and stuff oh, it, yeah. it's been great our, our uh so far like the reception has been really amazing so i'm really excited to get it out i'm i'm so proud of it yeah that's awesome and that's and i don't even know if we actually during the interview actually said we'll be saying it multiple times during the the whole show but your album your album i will become is coming mm-hmm. out on the 29th of this month yes that yes, is I mean, I know Craig and I are looking forward to Absolutely. it immensely. So <laughs> thank you, thank you, man. I'm I'm excited for you guys to hear it. It's it's definitely a a very emotional emotional album. The really happy with the lyrics and just the guitars and I think everything was all about the emotion when we wrote the record. Oh, so good. I think that's one of the biggest reasons I'm proud of it. Just it wasn't really about like we didn't want it to just be about like oh let's focus on this riff or this part. We're just like well let's gonna like portray like the emotions we want to portray in the song and um, and we we like like we'd write some of the instrument stuff and then the music would kind of inspire us like to write a lyrical subject oh. like oh this song sounds like it's like this song sounds like um it's about like dealing with like 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 we had like a really angry song in the record. Uh, called charlatan which is kind of about um dealing with like uh corruption in in church and stuff like that um because okay. some of us have been uh a little hurt by um the judge judgmental people in the church and stuff like that and that's not really uh we're completely not about that right. sure. we're, we're, we're definitely a christian band but we're not the kind of band that's going to get on stage and tell you like what to believe we're the kind of band that's going to get on stage and we're going to say hey this is what we believe but you know what? If you don't believe that, that's fine. You know, it doesn't matter. Like, oh yeah, because we're all we're all in this together. And but yeah, there's there's yeah there's lots of the yeah. But I'm, oh. I'm I I digress. Oh no, no, no. not at all. No, 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 we enjoy we enjoy hearing about this. So yeah. so getting ready for this new album. Uh, so what? Was that the change in the process then, where you kind of focus more on the guitar work and focusing on the music that inspired the lyrics? Was that different from your previous work? Um, no, I wouldn't say it was different. I think we dared to be more daring on the album. I, I think that there was uh, some things that we did in the album that we might have been a little too scared to do in the past. Um, okay. I think with this album, we were just like, we we're just like, we're just going to be ourselves. Like, I think I just got like, I know that personally for me, I was just like, I'm not, I'm not like going to subscribe to any like type of. Uh, like something that like I'm not going to sound a certain way just because I think people are going to want that. Oh yeah. You know, and I, and I think that's something that you always battle as a musician because you always want to put out something that people are going to like, you know, and you you want people to like your music. Like no one wants no one to like their music. <laughs> of like, course. <laughs> there's not a band that puts out music and is like, yeah, this album sucks. Like I I'm so stoked that no one likes. Like no, no, no. no. <laughs> you're, you're you're just being pretentious because you want people to like your music. Exactly. Uh, so, so it's kind of a constant struggle. It's a battle because you want to write what you like, but then you have moments where you're like, oh, man, but it's like, is someone going to like this? And with this album, I was just like, you know, like, I'm a fan of music, and we all, all everyone in my band is, and we're going to write an album that we love, and if we love it, I believe that other people will because we're music fans. You of know? course, yeah. 
And more importantly, you have to like what you're making above yeah, everything I, else. I, I wanted we wanted to write something that we're going to love playing for the next uh, year because obviously we're going to be touring off of it, and everyone in the band is super happy with the sound we went for on it, and it's just a uh, it's very uh, it's a very dark album, which I'm really happy about. I like oh, yeah? really uh, dark. I, I like dark dark. Uh, I like a lot of like. I don't. I don't know how to write like a happy song. <laughs> <laughs> I like to write sad music. I probably could write a happy song, and we've talked about doing something like that in our next record. But it's, it's a very sad record. Like it's very deep and like dark. But it's in, in a good way, though. It's all. It's like it's very like about very deep subjects. But there's always hope. Um, it's not like uh, it's just depression and darkness. Uh, but that's what what our name stems from. You know, it's convictions. It's like things that we go through personally and. Almost everything, I believe everything on the album was written from a personal experience from each member. We kind of all collaborate on the lyrics together as a band. Mike writes most of them, and then on Mike writes most of them, and then we kind of all like will put in our own ideas. There's some songs that someone would write more lyrics for than others, but like, you know, we kind of are like a, a collaborative effort on the lyrics, which I really like because we can get some really deep subjects on there and stuff that really connects to everyone in the band so when we're playing it live like everyone can kind of really feel what we're playing and what it's about oh that's great yeah that's awesome so i kind of wanted to ask you about that so you talked about you know getting really dark and really emotional in this album Mm -hmm. and kind of is there is there any kind of you know overarching theme that kind of goes through this whole album that that you would say yeah um the the uh the title of the album um, is I will become and basically our first record um, was called I am nothing um, right. and this is kind of like a uh, response to the first record okay because uh, oh, I, I like am that. nothing then I will become um, and the theme I will become is kind of a constant theme throughout the album um, it's uh, I don't want to give it too much away sure um, so we understand yeah yeah um, but if you look at the lyrics, it's kind of a, almost like a story. Like it's not really a concept album, but it kind of is. Okay. Like, it's not. It's not really like a giant story, but each album has the underlying theme of "I will become" and "What are you going to become within your life?" And uh, it kind of all gets summarized within uh, the last song and kind of uh, makes sense. Um, it's kind of just, it, you know, it's kind of just about a journey to become for us personally what it means to become become a man or become a man of God or become a, a like a, a better person. It kind of has a, a lot of underlying themes. Um, sure. it, it's a lot of, uh, I, I like to let the music speak for it. Cause I think that when you listen to it, um, I think that you, you'll be able to get it if, if you read the lyrics. It's not super, it's not super complicated. It's pretty, pretty black and white when you read the lyrics. And, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's, it's just, uh, that's kind of the underlying theme and it's all about uh, every song is kind of about personal experiences with each individual member that some song might be about a different person, but um, like stuff that we've all kind of gone through as a band and it's very personal subjects. So I think that, I think that you'll, you can hear it within the music too. But like the, the song that the first song that we released uh, was called uh, brother's blood. And that's mm-hmm. actually a, uh, it's kind of about um, our vocalist, Mike's brother and uh, kind of just, believe both of them believe in different things um, mike believes in god and his brother doesn't believe in that and it's kind of just like uh you know the struggle with that like the feelings you get with that kind of situation and come to terms with the the fact that 
you know, just because we believe in different things doesn't mean that we can't love each other and we can't still be brothers, you know, like, um, and it turned out kind of cool. We had uh, our friend Rory from Dayseeker, um, basically play Mike's brother on that song and it turned out really well. I was really happy with how that turned out, but yeah, it's kind of just stuff like that, really personal experiences on the album. And it's really, um, it's very, uh, we feel very exposed with it because it's very sensitive subjects. And I like that though. I like, I like to do that. I think that's what music's about. Like that's, it's very, that's just what it's about. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like it when bands aren't very, like, very uh, open about uh, things. I, it's just something that I've always liked in music when bands are like really open about the dark things that they've gone through. You know, that's, that's so amazing. Cause like writing about that, like, like, man, like just the amount of like feelings you can get from that. Like one of my favorite records, uh, the band called Camas become the teeth. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're, uh, the lack long after like, uh, that, that record is just about him losing his dad. Yep, like right. and and that that record just speaks to me. Even like you know, like it just speaks to me on so many levels because it's just so emotional. Like I can just feel it, and I just I just love that. It makes me super sad listening to it. Sure, oh, sure. I, yeah. I, I like if the music can invoke an emotion from you, like like sadness or something like that. Then then that's that's what it's about. That's that's music. You exactly. Know? Like, yeah. If and that music can get those feelings coming out of you, then you know that it's something special that you're listening to. And that's that's like what we wanted to do with the record is get get you feeling things. Like we're not just like a band that's like gonna just put out a breakdown album that's like really heavy and that's it. Like sure. we, we definitely we definitely love really heavy stuff, but I wanna be able to like play like those heavy riffs, you know, like I wanna I want you to hear like a sweet slipknot riff, but then I want you yeah. to like really, really take something away from it. I don't want just to be like a silly like, oh let's party and listen to this album. Like no, like I want you to like still be a part of this album but then when if you want when you're driving home you're you definitely are going to like be like feel something maybe like no that may that may sound pretentious but that that is definitely a goal like with the music I, I i want people to feel things otherwise i i wouldn't be you know i wouldn't be here doing this if i that wasn't the goal but well, for sure yeah. yeah yeah of course not at all yeah. And I'm glad you brought up Brothers Blood because I was going to actually ask mm-hmm. you about that. I remember seeing that single when it came out months ago. Yeah. And you know, for me, it was it was exactly that. You know, I watched it and I remember listening to the lyrics and and really thinking about it. And I know, for me, I, you know, I'm not a I'm not a religious person, so of course, yeah. I I kind of watched it and I could I could understand that struggle. You know, growing up being raised mm-hmm. Catholic and then going through that struggle where you kind of have to make that choice. Yeah, you know? it goes right. both ways with the song. You can kind of see both sides, and that's what I love because exactly cause that's, that's so silly like to judge someone because they believe different you sure. know like yeah that's that's even if you are like if you are a christian and you judge someone for not believing in god then you are completely defeating the even the purpose of like what the person that jesus was exactly you know, like because yep. even even non like uh the words of uh, was it gandhi who said i like your your christ i don't like your christian yeah um like he he loved like you love I love the idea of Jesus and people love the idea of Jesus and this person that loved people unconditionally. But then you have these Christians that are just like saying, "Oh, you don't believe in God? Well, like you're going to hell." Like like why would you say that to someone? That's that's not what that's not what Jesus did. Like right, right. like Jesus hung out with people. You know, like I'm sure Jesus hung out with people. And if he was here nowadays, I'm sure he'd hang out with someone, go to the bar, have beer with someone, hang out with them, and just you know just love them, just be their friend. And that's just. That's just how it is, like, and that's that's like such a big thing with us because like so many Christians are just like they don't get it. Like that's not what it's about. It's not about just like pushing things on people. It's just about like life is just about loving each other. You know what I mean? Like sure. that's that's what it that's what it's about. And 
no matter what you believe, I think that that's that's what it's about. Like, learn to love each other. That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest problem in the world is we don't like people don't love each other. You know what I mean? Like that's why you have war and all this all this garbage. You know? And yeah. That, that's the big that's the big thing. You know? Like I totally understand that. And we we come into contact with people every day who just you know like they'll be like yeah you know like you know I had I I you know I don't I don't I'm not a Christian but like I really like what you guys are doing and I'm like. Like they're like, yeah, I've, I've had really bad experiences with Christians and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I can believe that. I I I don't like Christians very much either. <laughs> I've met a lot. I I love I love like you know I'm I'm a I am a strong believer in Jesus. I love Jesus, but I'm not a big the biggest fan of a lot of a lot of uh, modern day Christianity. I think that sure. a lot of it yeah. is a lot of it is a uh, it's it's a lot of just judge, judgmental, you know, it's, it's, it sucks. Cause that's not what's supposed to be. It's just judgmental. And it's, it's hard. Cause you know, I don't know. I just, I just, we just get sick of judgment. Like we meet, we see it a lot in the world. We even get judged by, you know, we get judged by Christians really hard. Like I've had, Oh, right. We've had like, yeah, we've had like really bad experiences with some of that. Like just, it comes with the whole stigma of metal music and stuff like that too. And oh, the Satan's music. Oh, Satan exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like, like shut up, like jeez. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like back in the days, like in the eighteen hundreds, if you hit like a minor key on the piano, they considered that like the note of the devil. That's like, right. Yep. It, it, it's silly. Like I don't know. Well, the it's, tritone, that's, right? That's the, oh yeah, thing. tritone. Yeah. If, if you get into like the whole music theory, right? The tritone was like you know yep. the devil's triad. And it was yeah. It was all this stuff yeah. back in you know even further back than the eighteen hundreds. It was. It, 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 yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I had a point here, and it Uh-oh. escaped there me. It it's gone. Nah, dude, that's that's how I feel whenever I start talking. <laughs> <laughs> I had a I had a point to what I was saying. I can't remember <laughs> No, oh, so here it was. Here it was. So go. without making this too political here, but I think part of it is the the climate that we live in nowadays, right? Because I think yeah. that a lot of you know what you see with religion has become politicized, and it's always mm-hmm. we have this yeah. very us versus them kind of attitude, mm-hmm. whether it's Democrat, Republican, you know, whether it's you know race, yep. religion, whatever it is, it, it seems to be the climate of us versus them, and it doesn't. Yeah. You're you're right. It doesn't need to be that way. Everybody should just love each other for as unique as we are, and for whatever we believe in, and yeah. you know, forget the rest. Yeah, exactly, and that's 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 literally one. I I'm behind that 100. percent You know, it's. I think I think that uh, I think that um, things are slowly. I'd like to believe things are slowly making an effort at changing. I think that there's a cool movement of people who are really trying to just spread love and like not this like message of hate and did like a um what's the word I'm looking for division. Yeah. Like I think that there's a lot of a lot of people there transfer, especially in the metal industry uh, with with even Christian and non-Christian bands. Part yep. aside, like you know I think that it's a it's a big movement right now. I mean you know you got bands like like uh, our friends and like you know like Silent Planet like they like are spreading a message of love and I think that they've touched a lot of people's lives just because that's what they do. They they're doing it right. You know they're they're just going out there loving people. They're not going out there and judging anyone because that's just messed up, man. Like, and that's that's what it's about. You yeah. know, it's about just loving people. And that's it's literally that simple. Like, it's it's that simple. Just 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 love each other. That's it. Literally, like like you know, it's it's super. Like that's what the Beatles said. But I mean, it's true. Like, love like can solve almost anything. You know, like you just love <laughs> each other and everything's fine. Like, 
Absolutely. No, it's true. <laughs> See, we just had to, with the podcast title, we couldn't do Ian Loves because it just doesn't have that that pazing. You know what I mean? It doesn't. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't no, suck the people it. in. It doesn't hook. Doesn't hook you in. Doesn't hook you in like a. There's like a a podcast I listen to quite often. Have you ever heard the Bad Christian podcast? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. The yeah. guys from Emory. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm really big fan of. I love Emory, so I'm a big fan. Oh of yeah, like, us too. <laughs> the, the, the title just kind of hooks you in. You're yeah. Like, Bad Christian. What does that mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> so I think that's all about the, the hook. You oh know, yeah. The hook in the title. And that's the way we've always been because. For the music podcasts that we do, it's all about the stuff that we love. Mm-hmm. And I know for sure, I mean, just going through this interview now, I know the audience is going to be really looking forward to your new album the way we are because we're talking about stuff that we can hear the passion in your voice and hopefully yeah. you can hear it in ours how how much we're looking forward to this and how much we yeah, enjoy dude, your music. I, I, I can definitely tell it's very, uh, very flattering. It's still a really weird feeling when people like... I don't think I'll ever like get over the weird feeling of like, oh, like <laughs> this person likes the music, like the guitarist that I wrote in my bedroom, like, you know, like that I wrote at like six in the morning before I was about to go work at pizza. This person likes that room. <laughs> it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird feeling. I, I mean, I'm always appreciative of it, though. I don't think it's the cool thing is since we've been a band for so long and we've worked like we've been through a lot. I don't think it's something we'll ever really take for granted. Like, I think that every person that enjoys the music, I'm just like, wow, like, they like the music. Wow, that's so cool. Like, it's yeah. a wow factor every time. Yeah, oh, that's, that's, great. that's great to hear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you're a super genuine guy. So we yeah, really appreciate you, you taking, the, taking the time mm-hmm. to talk to us. Yeah. Oh, it's no problem. I mean, like, you know, if you guys ever, like, want to, like, talk again, you know, I'm always here. I'm, I'm going to be listening to you guys' podcast more often i apologize that i haven't gotten to listen no to no, worries. Oh, no 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 worries at all no I, i'm definitely gonna be listening though sure no, and well, we're definitely and we're definitely gonna have you back on like as long as you enjoyed yourself you're definitely coming back oh. because this oh, has I, been I a did. really this good conversation my, uh, this is my first podcast it's funny because you guys uh, asked me to do the podcast and i was like oh i was like yes i was like i, well, I love podcasts I'll, I'll totally do it <laughs> i was like i was stoked because i i've been i this year i got into podcasts pretty hard because um i deliver pizza when I'm back at home. Okay. So yep. it helps my time go by really fast. So I was like, just, I'll just listen to podcasts and stuff. And it's just awesome. I'm just grown to really enjoy it. It makes you, uh, listening to a podcast is cool because it's like you're a part of a conversation, even though you're not really. But, oh, no. I I, like about it. And by the way, did you mention, so you, you do work at Pizza Hut then? Yeah, I do work at Pizza Hut um, back at home. Okay. Right. I'm not on the road. I'm going to say that now I'm not only jealous of your music. But also that you work at Pizza Hut because I love Pizza Hut. So okay. I just have to. I, I don't like. Pizza. You don't? Oh no. <laughs> no. Oh. I mean, okay, 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 okay. I, I guess I guess I shouldn't say that I don't like it. No, probably um, not. Yeah. Pizza Hut. I hope you're not listening to this right now. Um, We're actually. If Pizza Hut's I, listening. I'm. I. Uh, they actually Josh, just followed us on Twitter. Yeah. Get that ten dollar no. dinner box and you're good to go. Um, but... Josh, we are sponsored like by them, pizza. and now you've ruined that. I can't believe this. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a big fan of the pan pizza, which is like what we sell the most of. Sure. Um, I I like I like uh you know like I like their hand tossed a lot. And, yeah. But it's just I think it's just because I work there and I make it so much where I'm just like. Ugh, no, that's and true. So, and, but there's so many better pizza places out there. Come on, like Domino's. Oh, uh, you're you're like, ki- oh you're killing me, Josh. So, <laughs> there's, there's a place. Um, where are you guys located at? So we're we're out of Boston. Boston. Yeah, yep. Boston, Mass. Yep. Ever, if you guys are ever in like Ohio, I I've lived called, there actually. Yeah. You live in Ohio? I lived I lived in Ohio. Oh, have you ever had AJ's Heavenly Pizza? No, where are they out of? 
Um, there's one in uh, where I, I'm from, uh, Fremont, Ohio. Okay. Um, but there's there's quite a few around Ohio. Um, they're kind of like an Ohio-owned business, but they're called AJ's Heavenly Pizza. Maybe it's because I was amazing. in such a small town. It might have been just yeah. this how small the town was because I was just eating pizza <laughs> while I was there. So that's yeah. Our, the town I grew up in is very small too. But like, yeah, like a- AJ's Heavenly Pizza. If you okay. Ever get dry, AJ's it, Heavenly it's Pizza. My favorite pizza. It's just like the sauce is amazing and, and the you know just the whole the whole place is great it's there's like a, a few of them in ohio it's kind of like a small business that's spread out a oh, little good. bit but oh, yeah it's great yeah. it's great all right that's good to know yeah sorry to <laughs> sorry to put that on you i just once someone starts talking <laughs> no, 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 pizza okay. I, I i love to do it <laughs> i love delivering at pizza i just i'm not a big fan of the food i love that my co-workers my boss is awesome oh yeah i love i love pizza they're a great, great uh, <laughs> there company, you go but, just not a, not a huge fan of the food, which, you know, that's... I, but their wings, though, hold on. Their wings. Oh, the wings. <laughs> I, I have had now, the wings. To, you're, you're right. If you're talking about the wings, I am definitely a fan <laughs> because our wings are the best in town. <laughs> there you go. Like, but yeah. So now this is tough for me because, see, coming from... I, I grew up in New Jersey. Uh, right. So growing up in, like, you know, by Philly and New York there, coming to Boston, and there's just, like, oh, no good pizza. Oh, there's nothing here. Up here. Nothing. Yeah, not compared really? to Jersey. Yeah. Oh, it's awful oh, yeah. here. Yeah. That's that's funny that you guys are uh, based out of Boston because my uh, other guitarist, his favorite place in the world is Boston. Oh, really? Like, <laughs> yeah, he loves Boston. We visited uh, Boston on this tour a couple weeks ago, uh, actually. And yeah, so just... we were very upset because that was during <laughs> that was during a podcast. So next, next time, next time we should uh, we should uh, do a uh, in person. Yeah, cause that was, because that was with yeah. uh, like Mots the Flames, correct? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah we, No, we, we were very to, uh, we were very upset. We, we are definitely we plan on going to Boston every chance we get. Cause oh yeah, we we do love Boston. My guitarist is a huge fan. Yeah, um, just he, he's mostly a sports fan. Oh Boston, okay, but, sure. But uh, yeah, like he loves Boston. Like uh, they just have like some really cool historical stuff. It's a very American. Place, which oh, is that's a for huge, sure. Of course, huge fan of Boston, and but yeah, Boston's awesome. I like Boston a lot. So yeah, no, absolutely. We'll have to do a uh, in-person interview sometime or something. Yeah, cool. next next time you're up here, not only will we make sure to cancel a podcast and actually go out for <laughs> once. I do, I do four podcasts a week, so it, it's very really? tough to wow. yeah. And I try to make if it, if the show's on a weekend, normally I can do it. But if there are any weekdays, it's just it's out of the question normally. Uh, but yeah, d- definitely yeah, we'll come up here. Yeah, no. Be, yeah, come up here. Sure. Hit us up. We'll yeah, we'll get together. That'd be yeah. awesome. Of course. All right. Well, I yeah, think be awesome. I think we're I think we're good. So, Josh, I want to thank you again. Uh, Craig and I had a great time. I hope you did as well. Uh, mm-hmm. The new album "I Will Become" from Convictions comes out on four twenty nine, and mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna we're gonna go back in the show and we're gonna plug this as well. But we just wanted to uh, thank you again for this great conversation. Dude, it's it's been uh it's been awesome. I love talking to you guys. It was, a lot of fun, and I got to miss out on. I get to skip loading too. So. Oh, sweet! <laughs> I got to skip loading in, so it helped me out there. Too. Oh, that's great! <laughs> you lucked that's out. Great. Well, yeah, Josh, thank you very much, and good luck on the tour. Good luck with the new album, Craig, and I can't wait. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, of no. course, and be sure to hit us up when you're around. Yep, I will. I definitely will. Um, yeah, awesome. for sure. All right, we'll be in touch. All right, thank you again, Josh. Much yeah, appreciated. Thank you. All right, yeah. all right. Bye. All right, you bye. 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 And welcome back, everyone. Uh, what a great interview with Josh Canode from Convictions. That's, like, r- lots that's of right. Fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree. He was a really genuine, honest guy. It was a great conversation. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed that conversation. And again, um, you know, we're going to keep bringing 
these really uh, great conversations to you. Yeah, as long as they'll have us. Exactly. We're so uh, you know lucky to be able to to talk to these people, um, and it, especially somebody who's making such great music. It's it's really an honor for us to be able to talk to them. And I know I've said it before. I think it probably a long, long time ago, like one of the first episodes of Ian Hates Music, that nowadays it's almost like we're a little bit, uh, like it's so different from when I was growing up going to see bands. You never got to talk to bands exactly. whatsoever. And then now you can create a podcast that's specific to their genres and you get to talk to all these great people. And it's not only here, but going to a show, bands come out and they hang out with people and they really try and spread their music. And they're, you know, so many great guys and girls that do this on a regular basis. And it's just so awesome. That's like, right. It kind it of really hits is. on hits on what, one of the things we talked about in the interview, right? Which is that it's such a sense of community. This yeah. this scene is, and I'm, can we still call it a scene? Is, is, is it still a scene? I think so. I, I don't know if "scene's" <laughs> a dirty word now, um, but it, it's it, it really is such a sense of community. The bands are really engaged in the fans and the fact that they love the music so much, and the fans are really engaged, like like we are, in just the opportunity to be able to talk to them and thank them for making such great music. So it's just really awesome. Everybody helps everybody else out. Everybody's looking out for everybody. Right. Uh, it's it's a great place to be. Yeah, no, absolutely. So yeah, so uh, once again, we'll, we will have a brand new song uh, from Convictions later on in the show. But That's let's right. get to uh, some of our news, some of our music recommendations, some stories. Uh, we'll do our normal thing. That's right? that's right. Yeah. So we have a couple things to follow up on mm-hmm. after last week. I think that happened <laughs> like we, right right after <laughs> after the show. Our timing couldn't be worse. Yeah. I mean, at least we were on the forefront. Of talking about said stories, but yeah, we and then been... we quickly became not on the forefront anymore. I know we're always on the back heel. That's but right. Yeah, at least at least we have what a great interview to have coming out right before Conviction's new album. Yep. So so we're on the forefront yeah. here. Yeah, for a little while. Yeah, exactly. Let's That's ride what... the wave. <laughs> we'll make sure. Hopefully, people are listening to this on time. Sure. And that'll be good. But yeah, so you want to start with the slave story first? Yeah. So okay. so two things we talked about last week. One of which was slaves. So we talked about how slaves kind of spontaneously broke up. They released um, kind of this statement that said that, you know, it, it didn't have anything to do. There were no hard feelings. And then Johnny Craig had kind of his Twitter feed of just like random stories. Weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Random yeah. tweets. Excuse yeah. me. Not stories. So shortly after we finished recording last week, uh, Johnny Craig did release a statement. Yeah, an open letter and, to everyone. Yeah, yep. so we don't have to read the whole thing here. It's no. on Alternative Press if you want to look at it. Uh, and yep. I'm sure if you just search Johnny Craig open letter, I'm trying to click it here. You could probably pull it up. Yeah. I'm, no, I, I'm on my phone. I apologize. It's not. No, I've got it. You know, he, he basically is saying this is to all the fans, you know, the faithful fans that have followed him for so long. And he's making sure to say it's not. this isn't a publicist. It's not a manager. It's him talking. But basically what it's talking about is drugs. He, he's talking about how he was clean and then he wasn't clean and how he's had issues. And I think most of the community, the scene, whatever you want to call it, it we know about this kind of stuff. And that's kind of we didn't. I don't even think we mentioned it as much when we were talking about this story originally no. because you don't want to jump to those conclusions of if, course. You, if you don't have to, that kind of thing. Uh, but basically, he's doing an open letter saying that he's he is struggling and there's really no excuses for it. But in order to get back on track, he needs to not be in this band. 
He's going to do a solo thing, which is what he's announced. So, And we talked about that last yeah, week. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to go to yeah. Europe, I believe. Yeah, he's doing that solo tour. And he even mentions in the open letter that he's going to take some of that money from that tour to go ahead and get the help that he needs. Sure. So, I mean, you can infer from this letter a little bit possibly that it was something to do with the band he was in. Now, I don't want to allegedly, you know what I mean? Sure. I don't want to put anything on on them because who knows? I mean, the stories that come out about Johnny Craig on a regular basis, you know, there's probably not anyone else to blame except for him normally. Sure. You, you know, you're going to think that kind of thing. But he does mention at the end that slaves will get back together at some point. He does. But it might not be the same incarnation, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's it's it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, you know, I think it's it's good to see... Johnny Craig kind of, I, I don't know if taking responsibility is the right word or kind of owning up to like, hey, I've, I I know that my actions have hurt a lot of people. I know that right. I've destroyed relationships and bands and whatever over this. And I'm I'm taking responsibility and I'm going to do what's right to kind of fix myself. And you you hope, you never want to see somebody in, in that position, right? You never want to see somebody struggling with anything, oh, whether it's right. addiction or mental illness or, you know, anything else. Um, so for him to be taking the steps to, to get better himself, it's, it's great to see that. And hopefully this time at six, because yeah. again, we can't emphasize enough what a talent this guy is. Oh yeah. I'm sure. I mean, look, if he was coming around to Boston for sure. the solo tour, I'm pretty sure I would go see it. Yeah. Like even after just seeing them recently to see him probably be another focal point of an acoustic, I'm guessing, you yep. know, kind of set that he would do. I mean, I'm sure that would be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's, he's, yeah, the voice of an angel. Voice we, of an angel. That's I what we've we said. We've, we've said, said it multiple, every podcast. Multiple times. So, exactly. So, it's good to see that Johnny Craig kind of owning up here, you know, taking responsibility. So, he yeah. wrote that letter. So, we'll see what we'll see what comes to slaves yeah. uh, kind of in the future here after this. You know, after your, after your sultry voice comment that you made at the beginning uh, of the show, I, maybe there are people talking about you like that no, right now. No, 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 no. Don't even compare me to Johnny <laughs> Craig if that was the comparison that you were trying to evoke there. I, I don't. No, my voice that's doesn't not what hold you want. a candle. Oh, okay. All right. I just figured, you know, I throw it out. I there. appreciate it. I we appreciate have, it. We have a wide audience. We you, do. You never know. I appreciate you it. Absolutely. Never know. <laughs> so yeah. So you know, let's hope. Let's hope Johnny Craig gets the help he needs. Hopefully, the solo tour works out well, and he can get that help. I mean, I guess that's really the biggest thing, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So then our. So uh, that's story one down. Yeah, that's story one. <laughs> let's, let's, Cut that one. Yes. That's right. So story two was uh, the story so far. So we talked about the singer kind of booting a girl who was taking a selfie off stage. In the last week, I can't say that this story has died down. From no, the it story has not. so far. Nope. So the story so far, far is, is yes, <laughs> pun intended. But, um, yes. Um, so again, poor timing here. But just after we finished uh, last week recording, yep, the girl who was kicked off stage. Actually released an open letter. So her her name is Becca. Is it? It's L L I C. So is it Lick? Maybe. I I have no idea. Uh, but yeah, she. I mean, she put her name out there. We didn't do any investigative journalism to yes. find this out. So this was on Alt Press too, I believe. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, come on. How can you not love Alternative Press? They're yeah. They're they're out there. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. So she said. So she was the woman who was kicked off stage by Parker Cannon of uh, the story so far. And she said that, so I was incorrect uh, when I talked last week. I did say it did look like she was taking a selfie. 
It technically was, though, because she was doing a Snapchat. Oh, she was doing <laughs> And that makes me laugh even more. Gotcha. Because I, I literally just got Snapchat. So, by the way, if anyone wants to Snapchat with Ian Hates Podcast, just look up Ian Hates Podcast on Snapchat. I do nothing on it, but you're welcome to talk to me. I don't <laughs> know anything about Snapchat. Someone told me I should get it. So it's there. This is showing my age, I guess. You know, almost being thirty and stuff. That is, I guess, a thing. Yeah. So I, I don't hey. know. I'm a, I'm a little bit younger than you, and I still don't know anything about Snapchat yeah. either. Well, apparently, so when I don't even want to sound like a foolish person. Oh, talking you should about probably this. just stop no, then. Right. But she basically, it's even worse than taking a selfie because you have to wait an extended period of time depending on what you're actually doing because it's a certain amount of time and then it disappears. Yep. That's what it is. Yep. So that's what she was trying to do. She was trying to take a Snapchat of her jumping into the crowd. So it wasn't even a Snapchat of the band itself. It was all about her, which is exactly what we were talking about last week. Exactly. Yes. But I will say... What I did really like about this girl, and, you know, it might have been played up a little bit. I'm not sure. But so she's 21 years old, for one thing. So it is that generation of now. It's all about them. It's crowd surfing. It's (laughs) taking Snapchats. But she did take full responsibility for being on the stage for too long. Yep. And she said she holds absolutely no hard feelings towards the band and that she loved it. And she was laughing afterwards. She was just shocked, obviously. Yeah. But... In the in the world we live in today, she could have milked this for like a ton of stuff for yep. you know that fake fame that you get from having a reality show, sure. like all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of my opinion on that one. Yeah, yeah, and you know I, I don't want to belabor the point here. We we talked about it last week. I think they're both wrong. You know, as an artist, you shouldn't ever kick somebody off the stage. No fan comes to see a show with the intention of getting thrown or kicked off the stage or hurt in right. any way. And as a fan, when you're going to these shows, be in the moment. Don't right. be on your phone, Snapchatting, taking a selfie, taking a video of the whole concert, watching the concert through your phone. Be in the moment, enjoy the show, you know. And that's it. We talked yeah. about it last week. If you want to hear the whole, you know, however long digression that we go into this right. story, you can listen to the household episode. Where we talk about this a little bit more, but yeah. So that was let the me, other update. Well, let me let me read just her last thing because sure. I thought this was actually pretty good. Sure. She says. Uh, She says, I have been seriously injured before at different shows by the crowd, but I wasn't injured by Parker. I just want to set the record straight that I'm fine, and I hope this doesn't change change anyone's opinion on the band because it shouldn't. I can't wait to be at their next show, uh, only I'll cool it with the Snapchats. So I thought that was pretty cool. Exactly. Like I think that girl's got her head on her shoulders. I think she's a fine, upstanding citizen. There you go. She screwed her head on straight. She said she's going to be in the moment. No more Snapchats. I think it'd be pretty cool, and hopefully not uh, publicity-wise, but I think it'd be pretty cool if the story so far reached out to her. I said this last week, too. Sure. If they reach out to her and just like, hey, here's for being such a cool fan. Like, Give her some merch. Give her like a free ticket to the next show, even though that venue still did ban them. Yeah. They are not allowed back. That's right. <laughs> so, not allowed back to that venue in Toronto. Yep. So for something else, though, maybe, you know, I think that'd be pretty nice because I did like that. That's a, that's a pretty stand up girl right there. Sure. Woman, whatever sure. you want to say. Just yeah. kind of own up, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So that that covers our second story that we talked about. That does. Just the almost wrong time, I guess. Yeah. Just a little bit, a little bit too early. Right. So right, right. what else do we have here? So 
We have. Do you want to do the Metallica thing? Yeah, why don't you do the Metallica okay. thing? I see you put that on there. Yeah, so the Metallica manager, uh, Peter, I guess, Mensch, Peter Mensch, okay. uh, says that YouTube is killing the music industry. Oh, boy. <laughs> I just can't help but laugh. Like, the amount of bands that I have personally found on YouTube and then supported their music like by buying their EPs, by going to see them on tour, by getting their stuff on iTunes or Amazon Music or whatever, or, or pre-ordering and getting their bundles, their merch bundles, like all that kind of stuff. Yep. It's ridiculous. And I think I think most people do that. I mean, sure, people can go ahead and, and download their songs from YouTube. But I think in general, especially at least I'd like to say in our scene, Yep. Again, I'm, I know we've been using that word. Our community of of screamo and emo, metalcore, metal, yep. like post hard, all that kind of stuff. I think most people do that. Am I wrong? Put, uh, maybe put, do YouTube. Well, do YouTube, but also support the bands that they oh, find on YouTube. Of course, yeah, of course, I yeah. Would think. And I think what's what's interesting, right? Because again, it just shows the disconnect here, right? Because. To your point, a lot of the bands in this scene, you know, we can you can go down the list of record companies that I have subscribed on YouTube. But yeah. when there's a new album coming out, they throw it up on YouTube and there's a full stream. Yeah. You can listen to the whole album. Yeah, because they know they want you to hear their stuff. Exactly. They, like, they want it. And, and that's not just one record company or one band. It's probably most of the bands that we listen to. Yeah. It's not going to be like, sure. Put up some, by the record company. Yeah, yeah. Like some you know rap albums or pop stars and stuff sure. if their album leaks that's going to be taken away yeah. you know they don't they don't want that stuff we're not talking think, about leaked yeah, albums though i yeah. think they want i think most of those other bands and maybe you know obviously i'm i'm stereotyping a little bit but i think they want their music to be a quote unquote surprise because i don't think a lot of people would want it if they knew exactly what and maybe that's just my opinion maybe i, I don't know i i with this genre of music i think it's great yeah, the way they they treat the new music that's coming out and everything like that. That's so. right. I mean, you know, we've seen people rally against, you know, at first it, you brought this up earlier. We were talking, you know, off the off the recording, but sure. at first it was Napster and all the file sharing services, and now lately, you know, it's been or it was it was YouTube for a while, and now lately it's been all the streaming services. Everybody, right. they're they're kind of like you know whatever the anti-industry thing like nobody wants the streaming services but the amount of bands that we've been able to discover new music wise not even just bands that we like but right. yeah. the amount of new music that you're able to discover using youtube and again we're not talking about stuff that's leaked or put up there illegally oh yeah absolutely not. we're talking about stuff that's put up there by the record companies right yeah they're, they're, the labels are putting stuff out there music videos right like mtv doesn't exist to play music videos anymore. You find music videos because bands put them up online. Yep. They put their albums up for you to, you know, hear them ahead of time. They stream them. And and YouTube is just a great a tool for discovery. So I just think it shows this disconnect it's between It's a complete disconnect. The real world yeah. and Well, that's Metallica. What, this was this was one of his quotes. So this is actually for a documentary that's coming out on BBC Radio 4. Okay. And he said uh, exactly, I guess, uh YouTube, they're the devil. If someone doesn't do something about YouTube, we're screwed. It's over. Someone turn off the lights. Like that's that's a complete disconnect. Well, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think right. So my opinion, right, is that it's maybe not a disconnect with the bands. The bands are going to continue to evolve and put music and reach out to the fans. It's a disconnect between the recording industry 
and how they've chosen to evolve and approach the sure. situation. They want to approach it in this old school way of people need to, you know, go to a record store and buy the record. Right. And that just doesn't happen anymore. No, I mean, I think the biggest thing that people have tried, and I know people that really enjoy, like, I don't have a, I don't have the ability to play vinyls. But yep. on record store day, which actually just happened, this was the last weekend. Maybe, yeah, I yeah, think I it was know. last weekend. I had friends that were going out and posting their uh, their pictures of all their special edition vinyls that yep. they could only get on record store day. Yeah, so that stuff is happening. Yep. Like it's it's definitely taking hold in some parts. Sure. Uh, but I know uh, we all. There was a retort from the YouTube CEO, and I don't know how to spell his. I don't know how to say his last name. Sure. So I'm not even gonna bother. Um, but he said that. Artists were not seeing big return payments because of the agreements they had with their record labels. Exactly. Not the artist itself. The record label said uh, the artists who are signed up directly with YouTube are seeing great returns. Not everybody. But if you're generating a lot of viewership, you're making a lot of money. It depends on the record label. Are they funneling the money out? And that is, hasn't that been the whole thing about the music industry for forever? For forever. Exactly. Yeah. And right, like we, we've talked about it before, too. But bands don't make their money by making records they make their money by touring, touring and yep. selling merch yep and that's why we've said it a million times and we'll continue to say it when you go when you go see a tour yep go pick up some merch yep like go to your favorite like it's even because you can find because a lot of times new music is released by the artist or the label before the album comes out Listen to it that way, and then when you know the band is coming to you, then buy their CD, their album there, or do the pre-order because pre-orders are a huge thing now. Pre-order the the, uh, the album, get all the special merch stuff that exactly. they offer. Exactly, like you said, yeah. they do packages, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's what I would say to that. So I was just, it's like just another thing with Metallica. Yeah, you know, just them coming, and, and this isn't the band itself, but their manager. Sure. Like, Seriously, but, I but mean, even before, right? Like, if you yeah. watch, I forget what the documentary was. I uh, watched on Napster. It was on Netflix. Oh, sure. I I don't remember the name of it either, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just I, I I remember watching this a couple months back. But yeah, the same thing. So there was the whole Metallica thing in there where they came out and they wanted to fight Napster and they wanted they all sued. the names. They, they sued people. They, they exactly. Yeah. They were they were one of the big proponents of suing individuals who were doing file sharing and right. Yeah. Like, I I don't know. I mean. I don't want to get too deep into this. Well, sure. Whatever. <laughs> but again, it's you know, it's a bygone era. That's not the way things work anymore. Right. And, you know, you can either, you know, be part of the future or be part of the past. And you make that choice consciously yeah. and then that's it. Well, that's the thing. Like Metallica, whenever their new album comes out, you're gonna get to hear one song probably yeah that's going to be available on itunes and then you're not going to hear any more of their music until the album comes out and it's not going to be on spotify most likely yeah it's not going to be on any streaming music service sure it's just that and if you're a metallica fan and that's what you want then that's how you can go ahead and get the album sure like, i don't know i don't i don't prefer my music that way no 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 it's you know it's i i agree i so, agree yeah so that was just something that came across and i was just like again ah. <laughs> uh, just yeah so not with the times yeah i agree i agree uh so what do we got next on here so sure i had put a couple things in here so um i can kind of just go through the next couple real quick here. sure yeah um so moose blood if you follow them so they're kind of like an indie rock band i really like them mm -hmm. uh they had a full length come out last year i think it was okay um Great, great album. You should go check it out. But they actually signed with Hopeless Records, and they released a new music video. Um, oh, nice. Okay. 
So you should go check that out. Gates uh, announced that they're going to be having a new album. So I talked about Gates on last week, so the week before the yep. podcast. They're on tour with La Dispute and Thrice. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Really, really good band. Uh, kind of if you like Thrice and some of the new stuff, um, like the Alchemy Index from Thrice, you might like Gates. Um, some of the post-Rocky stuff, too. But uh, Gates has a new album coming out. It's called Parallel Lives, and that's going to come out on 6-3. Okay. And then Tiger Wine, I think we just yes. talked about yeah. them last week because they are on Blood and Ink, which is the same record label that Household's Household. on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're actually in the studio recording their first full length. Oh, so right. they have an EP out. It's called Lull. Um, but they're recording their first full length. And this is with um, the uh, producer that worked with Amberlin and Under Oath as oh, well, sure. I believe. Okay. So, uh, you know, really great. Really looking forward to that. I imagine that that'll be out. If I had to guess by how long it takes, probably really late this year, maybe early next year. Okay. It's probably going to be a while. Right. Um, since they're just going into the studio now. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but those are kind of my three things I put on here. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I think I think just one of my small notes here is that uh, Issues had premiered a new song. They did, uh, yeah. Called Coma. Uh, that's off of Headspace. And I think Headspace is coming out on May 20th, if I'm not mistaken. And I like this. I like this song a lot better than the first song that they released. So I'm, uh, I'm feeling this as being a promising, you know, step. Sure. So I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely getting that album no matter what. But I wasn't as impressed with yeah. that first song. So this one was definitely more in the direction I was looking for it. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, I haven't watched that yet. Uh, I'm not. So big into issues, right? But I'll, you I'll, like their older stuff, right? I like some of the exactly. Yeah. I like some of the older issues, On not the some EP? of the new stuff. Yes, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. No, I can understand that. They definitely have changed since that very beginning. I mean, Scout, exactly. Scout's not with the band anymore, like all that kind of stuff. So that that definitely happens. But yeah, exactly. I'm trying to think. I could have sworn I had some new music as well that I think I just forgot to put on here, but now I am drawing a blank <laughs> on what it <laughs> what it was. Um, but I know. Uh, Chasing Safety is going into the studio to okay. record their new album in about a month, so that was kind of a uh, big thing for me. And I think I thought there was something else, and I just can't remember. Ah. I can't remember. But that's I mean, we're focusing a lot on the interview. We're focusing a lot on some of these stories that came out. So sure. we have plenty of time to tell people about the other stuff on the next episode. But exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So maybe that's a perfect segue. Maybe this will jag your memory. What have you been listening to now? So <laughs> people might laugh. Uh, <laughs> possibly, uh, but besides the amount of completely random stuff yep. that I listen to, uh, I'm also apparently going to see Andy Black live in Brighton Music Hall. Yep, yep. I, uh, I, I took out all of my pictures from my alternative press and I put them all over my Did walls you? and. Craig's going to Craig's going to give me his too, so I can. I yeah, can you can double them up. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I d- I that 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 song is catchy. Yeah, that song is catchy. That uh, uh we don't have to dance song. I yeah. don't know. I mean, I my just... wife teaches middle schoolers, and they love they love this uh, this new album too. So, don't tell me that. <laughs> I can't I can't deal with going to another show where it's all sixteen year old girls. I can't do it. I think I would prepare yourself for that. You're uh, totally going fanboy. Oh no, you're totally going fanboy. It's a catchy damn song. Like I, I can't help it. Hey, you were the one a long time ago that said, "Hey, Ian, you have to expand your horizons. You do and listen have to, to all your these horizons. different types of music." I know, I know. I'm just giving you shit. No, I, just, <laughs> I know. I just, 
<laughs> it, it's just funny because I never thought I would be going to see him. Live of course. It just it happened. No, then, you like what you like. Well, I was going to try and go see uh, uh, Pivris, Paris. <laughs> Pivris. <laughs> I just... Because there's so many bands named Paris, so I don't yes. know how you're supposed to put The I one was, with the V. Yes, the one with the V instead of the A. Yeah. Um, they're playing Royale, but since they're a Boston band, oh, yeah. they sold out both nights. Of course. Yeah, so that's not happening And they're anymore. fantastic. Yeah, I, I saw them with Bring Me the Horizon, and yep. I thought they were very good. And they kind of, uh, quote-unquote, like, rock it up yep. when they're live, which is what I like. So, I, I could totally see that. Yeah, so I would enjoy it. And then the other... Uh, I went on in Vogue's uh, clearance sale yep. because they were they were doing their oh, yeah, spring they did, cleaning kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, they cleaned out their warehouse. Yeah. So I just bought a ton of stuff. Like got uh I, I told you I don't have a vinyl player, but I bought yep. uh Midwest Modesty by uh Before, Before Their, their Eyes. Eyes signed yep. vinyl just because you know it was like ten bucks or something. Exactly. And then bought a ton of different and actually here one second. I have like the albums, so one second. The CD collection well, not, here. Not that I have Gore finally. Deftones oh. got me their new album. There you go. All right, so I got it came. I got Dependence with holding holding on when moving on. Okay. Yeah, that one. I got uh, I got Hotel Books. Oh, good yep. one. So that's I've been. I am not normally a spoken word person. Yeah. Uh, but I I like it. You know, I I'm trying new things. I got <laughs> uh, Hazing with uh, Gis. Disconsolate, I guess is how you say that. Okay. And then I got Another Hero Dies uh, with uh, Arguments. Nice. So, yeah. So, I, I kind of went through and I had never heard any of these bands except for Hotel Books. And I know Hotel Books from Before Their Eyes, that awesome song that he co- he collaborated with them. Uh, so, yeah. So, th- I'd say that's mostly my music besides tons of random stuff that I just have on all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Um what about yourself? Yeah, so I'm just thinking here. So I've been listening to obviously Convictions a lot. Yeah, I, I guess that goes without saying. I yeah. stopped saying because you just listen to the band that we're going to talk to over and over exactly. again. Exactly. So, yeah. You want to kind of get like immersed in their music. Right. Um, so the other thing, I kind of stumbled across uh, a modern baseball documentary. Uh, so the band Modern Baseball. Yeah, right, right. Um, so no, are you sure we're not just going to start talking about baseball now? Yes, we're going <laughs> to totally just transition into baseball. So this was on YouTube. Uh, it was about 15 or 20 minutes long, but it was called Tripping in the Dark. Um, really interesting to watch. Uh, the vocalist talks about kind of uh, his his struggles with mental illness. He was diagnosed with bipolar. He tried oh. to kill himself. Okay. Um, crazy, crazy story, but they talk about their, their writing process. They have a new album coming out. It's called Holy Ghost. That's going to be coming out on May 13th. All right. So I was listening to some modern baseball stuff. Uh, Shane talked to the vocalist from Real Friends, so yes. I got back into kind of my pop punk thing, sure. and then I kind of went down the hole of like, what would you recommend? And Joyce Manor came up, uh, kind of a little bit different indie rock, um, but same kind of thing, you know, expanding my horizons. So, right. you know, kind of went down the indie punk emo path this week, sure. uh, in addition to some of the Conviction stuff. Nice. So, yeah. all right, I think. I mean. If I'm not mistaken, I think we're all set for tonight then, right? I think we are, yeah. Okay. So let me uh, let me do the plugs then. Sure. Here. So this is my turn, and I'm going to screw them up. Because okay. Because that's, that's what I do. Let's see. Here here, here you go. <clears throat> I don't know how you're listening to the show, uh, but hopefully you are listening. Uh, you can look up on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Did I even screw that up? What? It sounded weird in my head when I said podcasting. Yeah. It's probably just podcast, because we are the... We are podcasting. Okay. So podcast listening app. How about that? 
Yeah, let's go yeah, with that. Let's go with that. Yeah, that's fine. See, I told you. <laughs> I, I told you I screwed this up. Uh, just look up Ian Hates uh, or Ian Hates uh, Music. You can also do Ian Hates Movies, as, as Craig had mentioned before. Uh, you can also uh, Twitter us at Ian Hates Podcast. That's Ian Hates Podcast Singular. Uh, Craig does a lot of work on Twitter, and uh, we always interact with people. That's right. So go ahead. If you've got music that you want us to play on the show, if you want to talk to us on the show, just you know, let us know. Yeah, you like, can tweet at us. Yeah, just the at Ian Hates Podcast. Uh, and then, see, I'm just glad I didn't do this during the interview. There you go. Like, exactly. That's, that's all that matters. Uh, so then you can also email us, ianhates at gmail.com. Uh, Please like, share, do all that, subscribe on iTunes, on Stitcher, any of those uh, platforms there. And then I think Facebook. and Facebook. Yep. Yes. And Facebook. So Facebook.com slash Ian Hates. That's right. And then also the website, www.ianhates.com. That's right. That's the way to do it. See, I got to get better. I have to write these down because <laughs> I just so many podcasts. You got to so get into a plugs. flow. Yeah, I know. You you do very well with that. I do, I do not do well. Uh, but now I'm going to do this right because I'm good at this one. There you go. So You're uh, looking at it. Yeah, I'm actually looking at this one. Uh, so as you remember and as you uh, most likely enjoyed, uh, we talked with uh, Josh Canode from Convictions today. Like we said, we very much enjoyed that interview uh, with Josh. Now they have their brand new album, I Will Become. It's coming out on In Vogue Records. It's coming out on Friday. I guess Friday, right? Is it 429? Yeah, or next, is that next Friday? Next Friday, yep. Uh, 429. Now you can find all their links in the description page of the of the podcast itself. But also just know that if you look up Convictions Rock on pretty much everything, you're going to find them. Yep. But we're gonna have the link for their uh, their merch now link, so you can go ahead and get their bundles for the you know go ahead and pre-order the album, which would really help them out a lot. Yep. And they've got tons of merch there. You can check out all their music, everything there. So we'll have that in the description. But we just wanted to also let you know you should definitely go check that out. And if you weren't excited, you know, after this interview to check out their music, I don't know what's wrong with you. Like this album is going to be awesome. It's going to be great. And we're really looking forward to it. Can't wait for it to come out next week. Yeah. Very much looking forward to it. So, uh, I'm going to, before we go into the, uh, actual song that we're going to play, cause we talked about, uh, brother's blood and during the interview. Yep. We're going to also play that going out. Craig, before we do that, I'm going to ask you, maybe you have your catchphrase ready. <sighs> no, I'm getting head shakes. Nope. No, I don't. I, I, you know, I'm still still working on it. Still working on it. Maybe by episode like fifty ish. That's fine. We'll have like, it worked that's out. How, I'm gonna ask every single episode. Okay, that's just the way it's gonna go. I no, I'm good. I'm All right, good. there we go. That is that is partially Craig's catchphrase. That is. Yep. <laughs> so I'm gonna say uh, the thing I normally do after saying that we are gonna go ahead and leave you with Brothers Blood from the band convictions thank you again to josh thank you for to everyone who made this happen that's right uh it was a great interview uh make sure to look out for their new album i will become 429 check out all of our links so i will leave you the way i always do long days and pleasant nights thanks everyone
Show me a way to make him. Ooh.